If you're just tuning in to Civic Cipher, I am your host, Ramses Ja. Big shout out to my man Q Ward, who is out of the country again because he's out there changing the world for the better. Uh, but have no fear. It is business as usual around here. I am joined in the studio by a very special guest. My good friend Maya is here with us discussing she, her, he, him, they, them pronouns and how important it is to be acknowledged in the light that you choose for yourself and how we can be better siblings to our siblings who are trans or identify as something other than what they were born as and uh, i'm learning in real time along with you and so uh fortunately i feel like this is a great opportunity for all of us to gain some insight into these other marginalized communities and hopefully find more commonality as is always the expectation and hope around here all right it is time for b-a-b-a Becoming a Better Allied Baba. And today's Baba is sponsored by Friends of the Movement. You can sign up for the free voter wallet from FOTMglobal.com to support Black businesses and allied businesses, as well as make an impact with your spending. Again, that's FOTMglobal.com. Today's reading comes from Black Enterprise, and according to an October 11th post by Flickshop, Arlington County Detention Center is bringing a transformational entrepreneurship program to its inmates providing them the tools to rewrite their personal narratives and inspire hope for a brighter future. This initiative, led by Flickshop School of Business, aims to expose individuals in detention to stories of reinvention and success, shedding light on the possibility of a fruitful life beyond incarceration. The FSB program was sparked by Marcus Bullock, the CEO of Flickshop, who shared his vision and the Aspen Ideals Festival years ago. In a recent workshop, instructors from Flickshop School of Business introduced residents to the residents in the substance abuse treatment program to the strategies Marcus leveraged to build his professional brand as an impact CEO and motivational speaker. The entrepreneurship program empowered inmates with the tools to learn, grow, and reshape their narratives. Bullock explained, when I sat in Fairfax County Detention Center, I wanted to believe that I still had value, but more importantly, I wanted to ensure that there was a community that would not ostracize me because of my mistakes. The response from the program participants has been overwhelmingly positive. Aubrey Graham, one of the instructors, noted that the guys were ecstatic and that they continued to receive rave reviews. Uh, and we thought this was important because a lot of times people that end up in the criminal justice system are people who were poor and did not have access or cert ideal circumstances, not necessarily bad people. And so with a little bit of instruction and some alignment, they can actually do well. Okay. So, um, where we left off was you were describing how trans a trans identity and a, a trans narrative and trans conversations the the ripple effect of those conversations and and that narrative is that other people are coming to terms with different parts of their own personalities and, and identities and so forth um and i want you to mention the author one more time just in case there are people who want to do more research mm -hmm. Alok Vaid Manan. Can can we spell that just yeah, it's A L O K uh V A I D and then M E N O N. Um they're phenomenal. Uh yeah. And they're on Instagram. You gotcha. can find them. Yeah. Okay. It's 
So, so here's what I, I wouldn't be doing my job as a journalist mm-hmm. if I didn't bring up some of the things that other people are saying. Some of these things I've, I've heard personally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not meant to amplify ignorance or hatred, yeah. but these are things that exist in the world. And this is the forum where we talk about these things. Absolutely. So I appreciate you allowing me to do this. I, you know, I love you with my whole heart. I know. <laughs> and I mean, you absolutely. Know. Yeah. So, um, I still want to be as kind as I can. I don't know how to not be him. So let's try it this way. Um, they, them mm-hmm. typically refers to more than one person. Um, people are then forced to use awkward language or if they forget or don't wish to accommodate that be labeled as a bigot. Mm. Is that fair to them? Hmm. It's a good question. I think that, well, first of all, I think there's a, a huge difference between forgetting and intentionally not using that language. Okay. Um, because one is one is human. It could also be that you change your name and sometimes you forget. You know, when my friends change pronouns, I have slip-ups accidentally. I'm human. And even though they, them is in my lexicon, if I have a friend who starts using a pronoun that I'm not familiar with, it's going to take me a little bit to adjust to that. And that's okay. I love them with my whole heart. I show up for them. People that I love in my life don't use they, them all the time and accidentally use she or just really struggling with it. And that's yeah, okay. I've, I know I've that, done it on this show. Yeah, <laughs> so I know you love me. I know yeah. where your heart is. It'd be different if you to be like, I refuse to call you that. I think that then I was having a conversation with a friend about this recently as well. I think the noun is I'm going to try to lay this out as much as makes sense. I think the noun bigot is difficult because people can change. I do believe that. Mm -hmm. I do think that also that doesn't mean we don't take accountability for our, like if you are saying things that are bigoted, if you are saying things that are transphobic, um, I still think that's true. However, I do think that I don't want to necessarily condemn people for like being like that. It's necessarily like that forever. One of my dearest, dearest friends, when I first met him, told him I use they, them. And he's like, I, I don't like, I don't really get down with that. And then over time, as we've talked, because he's someone who's really wants to grow. It's like, okay, let's talk about it. I love you. We're getting to know each other. Um, and we met in a context where if I'd met, you know, if we, maybe if we had met each other just on the street, I probably wouldn't have wanted to be friends. Um, but we had this friendship develop. And over time, and now he almost only uses they, them, almost never slips up. And is really like, I want to understand you. And I want to like, understand what this means for you. Right. So I think that there's like, I just want to name that. I guess that I think people aren't necessarily fixed. I do think, so I, I'm not necessarily gonna, I guess maybe use the noun bigot. Um, 
but I do believe that people should also be accountable for their actions in the same way that like if you're doing something like there's been a lot of like people don't want to be called racist right but if you're doing things that are enacting white supremacy if you're doing things that are racist you also need to be accountable for your actions and for the impact of that um can, can i add yeah. something right here please? go for it yeah so i'm glad you said that because i was having a conversation with a, with a dear friend of mine mm -hmm. um this this was the pandemic was still going on yeah. so this was a couple years back mm -hmm. but um he was very very opposed to switching up the pronoun game mm -hmm. like why do i need to switch up my pronoun game to you know accommodate this new blah 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 yeah now this friend of mine just because it's important to the story um because it identify it helps you to identify potentially what his blind spots might have been he's a white man um i love him my whole heart. I'm as black as an ace of spades, right? So he and his family, if if they were ever going to be racist or, or bigoted or anything like that, it would have stopped when they met me. And I've known this whole family yeah. for decades, plural. Mm -hmm. Um very, very close, very good people. Good, good people. I want to make sure I say that these are yeah. good people. Him in particular, he says this to me, I don't want to switch up my pronoun game, blah, 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 the senator. And I'm like, oh, how could you say this? Oh, gutted. So we had a back and forth. Um, again, I want you to see his blind spots. Yeah. You know what I mean? I says to him, you know, once upon a time, my dear friend, Black people, we didn't want to be called certain things. And we needed to affirm who we were. And we needed to make it very clear who we were not. And we needed everybody to understand that. And it's challenging to do that. I was not alive during the time that I was envisioning in this yeah. story I was telling him, but I know the people that were alive, a lot of them, their last few moments was hanging in a tree, burning or getting beat or, you know, the last moments of their life were lived in horror, hearing the language that they didn't want to be called anymore, affirming their humanity and and fighting for their dignity that's heavy right so to this man that i love and in this conversation that i had with him i learned and he learned a very significant parallel because I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I mean, no disrespect to all of my trans brothers and sisters when the language is 
taught to me that is more sufficient than that, I will use it. But to my trans brothers and sisters and my LGBTQIA plus brothers and sisters, I will say. Say siblings. Siblings. There we go. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, um, and again, I mean, no disrespect, but I want to say this. Once upon a time, it was fashionable to be um, bigoted against black people. It is not fashionable to be that anymore, right? Despite what we've seen in the past couple of years, yeah. I know that in society, like advanced society, you still got to got to get your racism off in hush whispers in the corners. Still very powerful, has yeah. has a very significant impact on outcomes and shapes what we how far people like me can go. Yeah. Um, not every time, but if we look at the numbers, you can see it clear as day. Yeah, absolutely. But I say that to say that nowadays, I think it is perhaps more fashionable to be bigoted out loud to my trans siblings. And in that conversation with my dear friend, that parallel certainly helps to illuminate the similarities. Yeah. Um, there's obviously more black people. There's more terror that has lasted for Absolutely. a longer time in this yeah. country in the way that we would describe it. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think that we as a country changed how we dealt with black people because we all of a sudden started liking black people. I think that we changed as a country how we dealt with black people because it was the right thing to do. And if we're committed to doing the right thing, then those parallels translate and transfer yeah. quite easily to um, our trans siblings. Um, the last time we talked about this, um, I asked if we could have this conversation and you said, not right now. I don't know if there was something there that requires maybe a degree of you know you have to be calculated or if it's just a lot you know if I, I don't know what what life is like as a trans person i just learned that you were trans in this conversation okay i always know you were man that's the main thing about you and that's the thing that i've chosen to love and i don't even think i chose i think that it just kind of was going to happen either way but yeah um, that hasn't changed yeah of course not of yeah. course not but um I want to ask maybe why conversations like this could be scary or overwhelming. Because what I don't want to have happen is 
we have a great conversation today. And then everybody's like, okay, I remember that one guy that went to high school with, Hey, what's up, man? So you're trans. So let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I, and I approached you in that way, um, where I was like, Oh, tight. Now you got pronouns. Let's turn the mics on. Let's get, let's get something recorded. Um, and you know, it just, I saw an approach that I saw you heed the gravity of the conversation I was asking you to have. Yeah. Um, and I would like for you to walk us through your thought processes and emotions so that when we're on the streets or maybe when we're, um, as we're learning on our own journeys and as we're blossoming, those of us who don't identify as trans or don't use separate pronouns, but yeah. we are committed to respecting and loving the human beings with, with whom we share this planet, regardless of regardless. Yeah. Um, I'd like for you to give us a little bit of that thought process and that emotional space so that we have insight into how to best approach. Yeah. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think I'm going to answer the question a little bit more broadly than Please. Brandon. Yeah, go for it. Um, just in that it's not, I guess, all relevant to how to have uh, conversations with other people or mm-hmm. for that purpose. But I think that, well, one, I want to be intentional because I can never speak. F- I'm not speaking for all non-binary and trans people okay. by any means. Can't okay. do that. That's fair. That's fair. But I want to be really intentional about like what I do say because I also understand that like that that still has, well, I guess, whatever impact it has, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And then it's a conversation that's, it's intimate, it's vulnerable. Um, I didn't want to be on a mic because I didn't want to have to worry about being rambly or about, I think there's nothing wrong with crying, but I didn't want to have to worry about being rambly or crying or whatever it is because I just wanted to be real with you, you know, Um, and be present with you. And you are someone who I love and who... I know is invested in understanding me and I want to understand me just as I want to understand you. Um, And I'm also someone who is like, I'm generally, I'm down to talk about this, especially with all of the people I love. Like I'm always, I'm always open to whatever questions there are because I know, I know the hearts that they come from. I know it's, I love you. I want to get to know you better. Or I don't understand these things. So when I know that, I'm down to have the conversation. I'm not interested in having this conversation with people who aren't interested in understanding because I don't want to have to defend my humanity to you. And like, I don't, if you're not going to see me as valid or if if you just don't think that I should be how I am and that's not going to change, then I don't have the energy to have that conversation most of the time. Um, I do think though, for folks who do want to understand it's all you know it'd be i i also know that i am a lot more open to having conversations about this with people who i know way less than a lot of folks Mm -hmm. i think that like because everyone's different right some people are down to have some people are down to have those conversations and you know i've had people where i've we don't know each other very well but are like hey you know do you mind if I ask you, can you explain why you use they, them? Because I know a lot of people use it and I haven't really been down with it, but I just want to understand. Um, 
And a lot of times if it's the heart that's coming with it, it's like, yeah, sure. I'm totally happy to talk about it, you know, or talk about it with anyways. Yeah. I'm happy to talk about that. I do think also part of that, I honestly think part of that comes from the fact that like, I don't have to do that for a lot of other parts of my identity. I'm white. I don't have to walk around explaining different things about white people to different folks. A lot of my friends who are black and non-binary or black and queer, black and trans, et cetera, don't want to be doing that work, which I understand because people come up with all sorts of other questions about other parts of their identities. Um, and that's fair. I don't think that like, it'd also be fine if I didn't want to have conversations like this with other people other than the people who I deeply love and care about. And I know love and care about me. So it's kind of like, I'm down to talk about this. This is something that I'm more than willing to do and happy to do. And also because sometimes it's, they're just like questions that you can't find on the internet. Right. Sure. And I do think the internet's a really helpful resource and tool. And there are plenty of people who are, it it can be, (laughs) can be, can be. (laughs) Well, let me me say this before, before we're done. um, If I may, Mm -hmm. um, For people that want to have these conversations, it sounds like the right thing to do is to approach it with the right intentions. Yeah. Um, the, the, the wanting to learn more, the intentionality, I think, translates quite a bit. It's not a freak show. It's not a, you know, sideshow, anything crazy like that. Yeah. Where you, I love how you say humanity. Yeah. I think that that dignifies every conversation that people might ha- want to have if they center the humanity. The other part of it is that I think that anybody who approaches this conversation as though they somehow are going to be the ones enduring a hardship by accommodating a pronoun, they've completely missed the fact that other people are living in a hardship uh, as defined by them. And I think that's more than enough. And that's going to do it for us here today on Civic Cipher. Once again, I am your host, Ramses Ja, and trust and believe that Q Ward will be back soon enough to provide his insightful commentary. And um, hopefully he's bringing back some really cool experiences as well to share with us. Uh, in the meantime, do us a favor. Be sure to check us out on all social media. You can follow us on all platforms at Ramses Ja. And if you're doing that, please be sure to engage with us that's very important for us also you can download this in any previous episode from our website at civiccipher.com that is also the place where you can submit any topics you want us to cover make a donation and download of course this in any previous episodes that you can keep and review at your leisure um, i'd like to thank maya for stopping in today uh, it was a fantastic conversation i certainly learned a lot and i hope that you did too and i think we'll leave it right there until next week y'all peace